and welcome back to Damon Aldehel. I'm Kelly Gibson, and today we are going to take a little break from the bullshit and the sadness and the stress, and we're going to talk about happiness because, as women and mothers and professionals, it's something we need to prioritize. And I'm Tracy Dietz, and I'm at the beach this week, and I'm super happy because sand, alcohol, <laughs> oh, God. kids. Those things all together make me deserve the... Games, <laughs> including a little Cards Against Humanity and probably... Not with your kids. No. <laughs> and probably uh, a little bit of working out, you know, because running. Yeah. Speaking of running, a couple weeks ago, we had Frida Ejet, who started Courage to Run. We're all running the 5K, and we have a great conversation ahead of us. Let's bring Frida in. It's different when we when we kind of flage, flagellate her. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. a, like a hand gesture for people that are listening. I know. Like when we're um, hard on ourselves. Yeah, when we're hard on yeah. ourselves, because then that creates an additional st- stress response. Yeah. And the self-judgment can be that much more debilitating than whether if it's like, ta-da, okay, well, you know what? I freaking enjoyed that. And I... I'm letting it go, and now I'm moving on and focusing on what's in front of me. Sometimes we can circle back and ruminate, and then that can get us stuck in what's called like a downward spiral, whether that's ruminating about uh, something we shared with a client, whether it's a press release or a news clipping, whether it's something that we ate or said to a colleague, we always have the ability to reboot in the moment. Um, So that control and that power is always within ourselves. We just sometimes need the tools and the the permission to do it. Yeah, that's what I think the permission thing is is a big thing. I talked to my business partner, Martin, a couple months ago about talking to our staff and saying we want to support the ability to not get stuck in the stress and drama. So we want to give everybody an hour of the because we don't really have lunch break. We we lunch together, which is just work. So take an hour. We're going to give a stipend for exercise if you want to go take a class or if you whatever it is. Like, let's oh, that's talk awesome. about how that's to be awesome. thoughtful about that. You know, I got myself into a downward spiral. Tracy remembers about a year ago for work reasons. And so much so that I sought professional help. And my my general, my GP, whom I love, sent me to a mind-body specialist because my stress was manifesting through my body. And so we worked on tools like meditation and emotional bubbles and all that kind of stuff. And I think that the answer is, how do you protect yourself in a, in, in, and know yourself? I'm an anxious, highly strung person who suffers from um, nervousness in some, sometimes an uncontrollable way. So what do you do about it's that? It's so funny because you always I don't, seem I don't so come calm across and as so confident. And, and my so problem is together. I keep it all right up here right. all the time. That's funny. So, but I, you know, I think that going back to courage to run, there is um, there is an importance that's not just vain about being physically active. Mm-hmm. I think you can get into this place where exercises be so you fit into your skinny jeans, and sure, that's a great byproduct. But there's more to it, and it Absolutely. can make you better at your job. It's totally critical, but for even for me. I mean, because I didn't work out for, I don't know, six months because we didn't have a nanny. I know. You didn't it have sounds, time. It no, sounds no, very, no, didn't have time. very one percenter, yeah. but we didn't have a nanny at the time, and, and I'd just taken over this company, and it was crazy, and things were busy. And for me, like, the only way that I can function normally is to exhaust my body. Mm-hmm. And when I do that three to four times a week— Okay, you're better, mm-hmm. right? Sorry, you were gonna say something, oh, Frida. No. Sorry, I didn't mean I'm, to um, I'm one of those. It's it's hard with my my coaching clients. I'm always like, I'm a like an active listener. listener. So you're on the radio. <laughs> so, <laughs> like yes, yes. <laughs> um, 
Well, there's a couple of things. One is healthy release. You know, I think in speaking to anxiety, a lot of us that work in politics have anxiety. And I always say that anxiety is a different manifestation of excitement. Yes. You know, we just have a lot of enthusiasm and passion. And, and if we're not able to release it in healthy ways, whether that's through movement or talking to somebody or taking a nap or punching the wall, I don't know, <laughs> um, then it can bottle up and then cause that rumination, that downward spiral. The other thing is, um, one, I th- just hats off to offering that to your firm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you and your colleague are teaming up is another great thing. So I don't know, Tracy, if you have anyone in your office or a friend, but having that support structure is, is key. In addition to moving our bodies, um, one thing that's very important is connection, human connection. A lot of what we're seeing right now, definitely and there's speculation from the last election, is people are angry, they feel not listened to, they feel powerless, they feel unimportant. And I think that that's pretty widespread in society right now, irrespective of, of who you are or how you identify. And so sometimes we just need to talk it out and be listened to and just have that space kind of like that it's the nail in your head mm-hmm. video YouTube <laughs> video and if you guys have seen that it's pretty funny um, where that can release and have this, this the same positive effect on ourselves it actually releases a a stress hormone, a positive one called oxytocin, mm-hmm. which is also called the feel-good or, or trust hormone. Well, isn't that, I mean, the sex. chemical version of that is anti-anxiety drugs, right? Isn't, or <laughs> don't, don't they try sex. to make a sex, version of it? Sex, yeah. sex releases a lot of yeah. oxytocin. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. And high fives and like and high fives. And That's what Tracy does <laughs> all the sex. time. So many high fives. And sex. <laughs> Immense of amount of high fives. And active listening. <laughs> yeah. So that's another objective of Courage to Run is bringing people together. And it really is about beauty and shape and strength and power in any size, mm-hmm. irrespective of who you are. There's not one archetype. Yeah. So we've been asking all our guests uh, what they think um, a significant problem facing women is today. And I, I feel like I just heard you answer it when you said people are feeling like they don't have a voice or, or community. I mean, would you would you say that? I do think that people are feeling increasingly isolated and because of that, we're seeing this huge renaissance of innovation and creativity and connection in new and profound ways. Yeah. I think like technology is so fascinating. Do you have an example of innovation that's connecting people in profound ways? Well, I think you look at you look at Courage to Run. You yeah. know, it's a different, it's a non-traditional avenue to bring people together in a shared space, committed and giving them permission to better themselves and service to society. I think you see a lot of new apps and women that are leading these companies, whether it's like Bumble BFF or... I love Bumble. Um, I mean, I haven't done it, but... Wait, do you know what that Bumble, is? No. So Bumble being the women-led dating app. Right. So she has, she started like a separate app where if you move to a new city and you don't have any friends, but you just want friends, you can find a friend through an app to be like, I'm Kelly. I like to talk politics. I'm 36 years old. I have a couple kids. Can I have- That's amazing. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, I think she should start Bumble Politics personally, ooh. but yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we know her? Can we make that No, happen? I listen to her, pod, um, How I Built This. It's an NPR podcast, which is amazing. I listen to hers, and she's very seemingly very smart. We'll but, try to get her yeah, to her we'll or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A speaker. <laughs> um, and then we're seeing, you know, just 
significant escalation in interest levels in a lot of these women's political leadership training grounds. Yeah, so much. As well. So mm-hmm. I think that one thing that we say in like the coaching world is all that you need to live your legacy is with you now or well on its way. And I feel like that awareness is being heard and awoken to with a mm-hmm. lot of, of women right now. How have your, because so Courage to Run is bipartisan or nonpartisan mm-hmm. or whatever you're saying. Um, and and I know a lot of your coalition members. I serve on the Running Start Advisory Board. I've done trainings for She Should Run. So I'm I'm pretty, I'm, I know a lot about that. But how has it been on the Republican side? How, how, what sort of organizations are they doing trainings over there as well? So I know that um, the GOP, and Tracy, I'm curious to hear, I know that you're, you're organizing Republican women, which is awesome, in D.C. And the there was recently a hill report that came out that they've doubled down on their congressional recruitment efforts so in the past they had 48 and now they're up to 103 so that's a I feel like Martha McSally's kind of taking it taking it up a little bit isn't she so that's a positive yeah I think Republican women are getting serious yeah and we're promoting everything the courage to run stuff through our Republican Women's Network group. yeah I mean there's only like 250 of us that's a lot that's, yeah know, we're we have our next happy hour next week, so it's good. Yeah, we have to create the space. You know, speaking to the community thing, I think that's another example of the innovation that's happening. It doesn't need to be in the cloud. I think that the more that we go back to the old school ways <laughs> or something of person people to people, the the better off we'll be because there's studies that show that when we're able to humanize the other, when we share stories about our kids or the movies that we saw or what's important to us in our day-to-day lives, that polarization is reduced because people are people are it's people. Easy, it's right. easy to hate people you don't know. And and many of the Republican women face the same issues that the Democratic women face. I mean, they're and honestly, they're they're just at their core, they're just not that different. I mean, you're talking about some surface area politics stuff where everybody may disagree, but at their core, like they all want the same thing. You know, they want equal rights too. The hardest part about it is is. You can be bipartisan and you can build each other up. And then you, when you're elected and y- you come up against a vote, um, it's it's next to impossible in this country. I mean, there are there are some pieces of legislation that come up with bipartisan support. But right now and probably for the last decade, votes things you vote on are either Democratic issues or Republican issues. And maybe that's maybe that's made up. But so it I, feels like that. I, so I don't feel like it's so much that as much as we've made it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot so. of things that you and I agree on. Yeah. If you and I were both United States senators, the world would be a better place. Right. I mean, we neither of us could get elected. But, you uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> that is a problem. That is a terrible attitude. We could all get elected. Why are we all not running for Thank office? Thank you, Tracy. Like, what... We I should think all our last be 28 episodes of this podcast is one reason why we're going to get elected. <laughs> Donald Trump <laughs> is, is president new- of the United States. Right. We have said nothing worse. This is the era of authenticity, my yeah. friend. Right. So, <laughs> authenticity wins. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Right so, there. I mean, I think that what we would see differently is the approach to the way politics is facilitated, quite honestly. And I think that that in and of itself is 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 as important as the end result, because maybe there'd still be gridlock. But would it be, 
done in such a vitriolic, toxic way. Yeah, I'm pretty cynical on this. The behind the scenes politic, the world in which I work, is um, it's been done one way forever. And even in this year of great change and pink wave, nothing has changed. So um, Wait, you don't think it's changed now compared to what it was like 20 not years my, ago? Not my side. Uh, not 20, I don't know, 20 years. I've been doing it for 13. So it I'm referring to, to like Congress as a whole. Oh, no, yes. So I think deals. that that has changed. I'm just saying like from the industry side, from the operative side, especially my little niche, it is done the way it is done. And even when you lose and lose and lose, they all still do it the same way. So I'm cyn- I'm just admitting my cynicism as good. a result of that. And that's the party. And it's, I keep running up against the, the wall. The parties suck. Yeah, but both of them. I do think that innovative ways to, and I do think it will change if there's, you know, if we end up with twice as many women in office, because I do think women are the buckers of, of tradition. Because they have to like be, because they don't know. Shit up. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no way for them not to be. They mm-hmm. can't do the job the way the men always have done because they have different brain makeups. You know what I mean? It's just a different reality. Wait, did you just admit that men and women are different? <laughs> I did. You did. I you have admitted that, that before. <laughs> I just no. think if I could do anything, they fucking do. That's fine, um, but you but, just admitted we're different. So yay! That's a. I feel like I just <laughs> scored a point right there. But I do think that um, change is inevitable. It's just. Uh, it's just slow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> democracy is a marathon. An ultra, what do you say? No, like an endurance ultra, ultra marathon. So it is, I, this is why it's so important to celebrate successes along the way because, um, you know, a lot of people are saying is it's going to be another 1992 in terms of the year of the woman. And no, this is the first year of women. And we just need to keep at it. And yeah, let's not compare it to anything. Let's let it be new. Yeah. Yes. And when there are defeats, fail forward and continue going. Brush yourself off. Say like, okay, that sucked. Ta-da. Now let's keep going. Right. We're used to that. It's like, <laughs> why is that? Like, that yes. shouldn't be a problem. Like, my, Well, we don't always fail up. I mean, that's my favorite thing that, Michelle, we've we've argued about this on the podcast before, the failing up, that women that women haven't had the space to fail up before. We fail all the way back down to the bottom of the barrel. But, um, mm. but I do think that building community where you're not failing alone I feel like I always fail alone. I don't think men fail Aww. alone. Yeah, I don't want but, you to feel like that. that no, I mean sucks. I have great friends. I just you, inside of the um, the judgment pool of people that you surround yourself with that are not your great friends. Like if every business deal I ever to do was just me and my great friends, you would you know right. failure would not be so scary. But um, do you, you know, think it's good to just get angry? Not for me, because I suck at being angry, and then I feel bad about being angry, and then I'm like, just slap a smile at Anna Kelly, you know, and like, you uh, know, I just, I'm don't those those are hard for me to tap. How those are you not in pageants? This sounds very pageant-like. You <laughs> I am tried. the We're future totally Miss gonna Maryland. Do. We're gonna put Kelly in Miss Maryland USA. Mrs. Mrs. I'm gonna train her because I did pageants. That's right. That's <laughs> right. What would you do for your talent? She doesn't have talent. It's just swim. Do do two have talent? I have talent. I apologize. You definitely have talent. The competition, competition does not. Just so swimsuit. Swimsuit, the evening only one gown, and interview. It'll be great. You're gonna. Yes. You look amazing in a swimsuit. I do not. Oh, so we're gonna slay play you the interview. <laughs> Let's just hands down. Are you get ready. We'll go shopping. I know the exact place to get it. I. Oh, we're, I'm fucking. We're fucking yeah. doing. All right. All right. We'll say we gotta wrap this up. Awesome. That I mean, I think that it's really important. Everything we just talked about with Frida and um, how we need to keep ourselves as a priority, and we need to be thoughtful about decisions we make inside of our work and inside of our lives. So thanks so much, Frida, for being here. You know who else makes decisions to be happy in their life? Stormy fucking Daniels, who a couple weeks ago opened the cloakroom. And I know we talk so much about going, but when I finally went to look to go, it was sold out, which I'm, it's really hard to get into a strip club. But as I remarked to Richard, our producer, I said, 
well, they did a terrible job at marketing. And he said, are you sure? And I said, well, they just did a terrible job of marketing to me, which is like, <laughs> I don't have a history, like an internet I mean, history of, of strippers and porn stars. They sold Maybe out. I should just go to some porn sites so that I get the ads. You do know I've spent a lot of time at strip clubs. Did you get the ads for Stormy? I didn't. Oh, do you clear your cookies? Oh, although I do want, no, yeah. never mind. So I anyway. I should have gotten that. Anyway. Stormy finds her happiness, which, you know, good Killing for it. her. Good for Make her. America horny again. Actually, my colleague Emily, she said that she saw that Stormy was coming to Philly, where she lives, on the Make America Horny Again tour, and she thought that it was like a lecture tour. And then oh, she was God. like, oh, she's stripping. And I was like, right, that's her job. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she does. She does. She doesn't lecture. She was going to lecture strips. on how to make you horny? <laughs> no, like how to take on a president or I don't know, something like, you know, something based in the current events of like her legal fights and stuff. No, just, just take, boobs. Just take Ambien. Boobs and butt. That's a thing. <laughs> just take, just take, take Ambien. Yeah. So uh, maybe three episodes ago, something ago, I found, I found an article and it was fun to sort of throw stuff at Tracy and see how she'd respond. I have a oh. tendency, to t- tendency to talk a little bit more than Trace. So I like when there's a space where I can just sort of like get her sort of on the moment. I've gotten none of these questions in advance. Right. So these are not questions. So a couple years ago. I I did not. We we drank all the wine. We drank all the wine. I only have have like an inch left. Oh, she's An inch is not enough. Not enough. (laughs) It's like the fourth penis reference you've made today. (laughs) So a couple years ago on Huffington Post, you know, they like listicles. Also, you could make a penis joke about that, I feel like. (laughs) Um, Eight habits of incredibly happy women. <laughs> so the question is, do you agree? Do you do you? Is it something you do? And do you agree or disagree that it would make for an incredibly happy woman? So as part of the intro to the listicle, they said in the article, the happiest women I know realize that there are habits they're in control of that lead to joy. The first one, happy women make it a habit to maintain routines. So I agree with that. I think I'm it, just ter- I'm terrible at it. it. I think in in relationship to like, are you trying to eat healthy? Are you trying to work out? Like, do you try to have certain? But I mean, I got a seven year old and a nine year old, <laughs> and I'm the CEO of a company. There's no fucking routines. <laughs> like, thank you, great, yay. So it says like when you know what to expect from your day. Simple things can make it joyful. Oh, that's nice. Right. Again, I have a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. I have no fucking idea what to expect from What's my goddamn happen? dad. But thank right. you. That's great. Nice. Like, keep it also says, check. A Fuck friend you. showing up at the exercise class you're at is always going to make you happy. So that's awesome. So I have a buddy that comes to Nine Round, mm-hmm. and I usually text her before I go to say, are you going to come? Yeah. And it's actually, it's nice. It's, it's nice what we talked about with Frida. Having somebody that you can work out with does make it much more right. likely to happen. Yeah. And she and she actually said to me, it was funny, the last time we worked out, she's like, I work harder when you're there because yeah. you're like killing it. I'm like, I work harder when you're there because you're killing it. I work harder when I work out with right. a friend because I'm, com- I'm a competitive right. motherfucker. I want right. to win. So, yeah. so I don't necessarily. I really want to win. Pure. I just want to beat the yeah. fuck out of shit. And I want my heart rate higher than everybody else's right. there. So it's good. So that's, Don't waste I'm, a moment of time. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm all right. Okay number two. Happy, Wait, that was number That, that was, was all one. in one on one? Oh, Jesus. The routine. We have eight There's only eight. Fuck. Two. Happy women make it a habit to look for goodness around them. When you train yourself to look for the good around you, you see it. You see someone smiling at you, starting a conversation with you, being a friend. When you make it a point, a habit to notice goodness, it lifts you. It yeah, that's you nice. Do those people have kids? Like, I, I don't. <laughs> but the kids do they can, work full time? Your kids Good. can be the goodness around oh, you. Oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Like whatever. Like I don't. I, oh, like let's smile but at I people during the day. Oh, when that's was, nice. No, fuck no, fuck you. You don't like that one. See, I do. When I so I when I come to record the podcast, I have like maybe a four block walk from the metro. And today, 
specifically, I was looking around at people like, what are they doing? Are they looking at their email? Are they, do they have sunglasses on and listen to music? Are they walking fast or slow? What are they wearing? And that brought a big smile to my face. Like everybody's just living a day. I'm That's not the nice. only one living a day. When I don't have to find another $4 million in revenue <laughs> and I don't have to worry about shit like that. And yeah. the fact that my kid may or may not be sad and maybe be getting bullied and whatever, then sure, then I'm, happy to, I'm happy All to right. look for goodness in people walking down the Three. fucking street. <laughs> Three. Happy women make it a habit to be open to newness. Oh, yeah. I'm a... You're good with that. Yeah. I the like The world newness. is so big and so wonderful and so rich of things to try to learn and do. Especially if it's food. <laughs> Four. Happy women make it a habit to lift others up. Yeah. I feel like you so have that, really, totally. really, really, really... This is something that makes me feel better. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm 100% on board with that. And I got to tell you, this little like little Republican say, group yeah. that we're like in a yeah. meeting with some of these like, I don't want to call them kids. They're not kids. They're 23. They're grown ass women, but they're sort of coming they're, up in the yeah, world, like meeting off. with them yeah. and talking to them and trying to like guide them in a direction and help them meet other people. That's good. You've I'm, kept in the past, you've kept that. your lift others up in, in, a, in a smaller way yeah. and you've really grown it. And that is, inspiring. I mean, it's still pretty small, it. but I, I'm a big fan yeah, of that. There's like 200 people in your group. Yeah, but there's like 40 to 50 that come to sort of these things. So it's, it's small, but it's yeah. good. And that's huge. The description of this is pretty funny. It's not exactly what you just said. Telling someone else, that you like their shirt or their hair looks great, which is, I should point out that I came in to record today and Tracy Dietz's hair is absolutely perfect. <laughs> I told her that somebody should make a wig out of it. Like, it should be a wig, the way it's done, the so color, the, way, the length. that's a thing? To just tell somebody else they well, look good. Well, that their hair looks basically. great, that they're a great mom, they rocked a presentation for work. Like, telling people things that but are that's, positive. Well, that's part of lifting, lifting people, people up. up. Is oh, yeah. The same, it's the, the description for lift okay. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I agree. Number five. And when you did tell me that my hair looked like a Barbie doll, Barbie I, doll I felt fed. Our producer said she looked. it looked like the hair of a Barbie doll still in the box. <laughs> <laughs> and then she put her earphones on and I said, the Barbie's been taken out of the box. The Barbie's been taken picture. out of the box. I do have ridiculous <laughs> hair today. Thank you, Beth. That was good. Number five. Happy women make it a habit to take accountability for their experiences. When I link a bad eating day to my own poor planning, a negative interaction to my own grumpiness, a lack of productivity to my own procrastination, these don't feel out of control and never ending. If I own them, I can change them. So that is like 100% so reason hard. why I'm a Republican, actually, <laughs> because I have them. to take, yeah, you just own your own shit. That I'm going to try not to, to take with. offense to that statement. As a Democrat... I feel like I personally own my own shit. I guess I can't speak for the party. Yeah, but yes. you got a little bit of Republican in you. <laughs> I do. You well, just I was, admit it. I was raised by him. Yep. Um, but I do think that th this whole idea that's critical. Of, and I'm so raising, trying to raise my kids to take responsibility for everything. Yeah. That it because my kids are quick to blame. Not all of, not both my kids, but my oldest is quick to blame other people. Because it's easier. For, because it's it's, it's, easier it's objectively and it's easier hard. and partly yeah. because she feels the need to be perfect all the time. But you're yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's a hard balance. But yeah, you got to own your shit. What That's I like critical. about this statement is that when you do those things, when you own your shit, these don't feel out of control or never ending. You know, um, Frida talked to us about this downward spiral. Mm -hmm. And if you can have an isolated circumstances in which you feel like you failed. I have a lot of I struggle with failure all the time when you feel like you failed or you feel like you have You've been your own worst enemy, but you can say, I did that. This is the reason it happened. Then you don't. You can avoid the spiral. And I think that that's really important to be able to put one foot in, st totally in front of agree. the other. Yeah. Totally agree. Okay. Number six. Happy women make it a habit to remember that nothing lasts forever. This mantra makes the bad stuff feel bearable and the good stuff feel golden. Eh, I mean, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> a little I, too intangible for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know... <sighs> 
I, yes, sure. This too shall pass. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, right. Yeah, right. Or we say in in our business, um, my business partner and I say, the whiffum. Everyone needs to think about the whiffum. Do you know what that no. is? The what's in it for me. So like in, with for our clients, like if we don't give them the whiffum factor, like the what's in it for them, right. what's in it for me, then you have to be. You know, like it's something that's ever important for voters. And so you have to realize that like those that's endlessly changing. Like you can't what's in it for you, what's in it for the voter, what's in it for success or failure is something that moves at a fast. Hopefully love lasts forever. Well, you know, I'm I'm celebrating 10 years this year. So and uh, Richard, our producer, just celebrated 19. 19. We're on 13. 13. What year is it? It's um, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be 13 in July. It better last forever. If not, I'm taking half his shit. <laughs> He's taking half your shit is what I want to say. Whatever, I'm taking half his shit. Seven happy women make it a habit, a habit to not expect perfection. Oh, God, I'm the worst. <laughs> no, I don't know. Why wouldn't you expect perfection? I always, It's impossible. Uh, I know. But, but that's we're, we, were, we were trained you were just to be a, you perfect. You were just describing I know, but your we daughter were just that she, trained she to be wants perfect. perfect. Like, of course, I, I don't expect perfection out of my children, but I expect perfection out of everybody. You realize that's an insane it's, statement. Yes, that's an I, do, insane I do. I do. I do. But it's you, a problem. I totally. I, if you expect is. to be perfect, and believe me, I struggle with perfe- that issue as well. But if you think you should be perfect, but they shouldn't, they see you trying to be perfect. Yeah. It's a yeah, problem. Yeah. yeah. I got I've got been called out on that. I yeah, know. I know. It's hard. Everyone <sighs> has terrible, horrible, no good, very bad days. Yeah. And so let's just be okay with that. And number eight. This number is the last eight, one. For it all be good. the marbles. Happy women make it a habit to surround themselves with other happy people. Yes. So totally hundred percent agree with that. Yes. Don't surround yourself with negative people. Cut all the negative people out of your life. That is Absolutely critical. If anybody's bringing you down, hard to real to like. It ta- I'm a little slow on the uptake with negative people because because I give people a lot of you chances. Don't, yeah, you don't think that they're I being think, negative. No, or you I down. think like oh, they're being temporarily negative. It's like everybody want. I think everybody wants to be happy. So that person will want to be happy at some point, and I want to be there for that person when they when they yeah. realize they want to be happy because nobody deserves to be happy you, alone. So so in those people nope. that you find you think are temporarily negative, have you ever seen them happen? No. Okay. No. So that's a that's But a I've had yeah. this amazing, amazing gift in my life that I have spent the majority of my grown-up life around happy people. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm I, in, I, in my life now, it is only recently, it's only in the last couple of years that I have been exposed to, to toxic people. And Lordy, did it set me on a, like a downward spiral. It's yeah. t- totally uh. all the way to the bottom. And it's because I'm just thinking to myself, like, what is possibly happening that they're so terrible? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, just must be me. They must be great to other people. Like, it's just me. They just don't like me. It's something about me. It's me. If I was better, if I'm happier, if I'm kinder, if I'm more open, if I'm, they'll be better. And that's all that other shit we just talked about, being right. perfect and being good and being, you know, all that And they stuff. have their own problems. Totally. And, and when they're negative, it's and sad. Maybe, maybe, God forbid, maybe they just don't like me. I would find that hard. Right. You're pretty likable. <laughs> That's what I think. You're fun to be around. But, but you you're know, easy to be around. Being around happy people is something that I've prioritized in the last eight, eight, eight months to a year, and it's really working for me. Good. So I think, and I think from those eight things, I think we would 
we're pretty happy people, you and me. Oh, Pretty absolutely. happy women. Are you kidding? Yeah. I mean, I have my downer spiral moments. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding? What do I have not to be happy about? I well, got an all amazing shit husband. we talk about all the other years, all the yeah, other Yeah, I get, but I've got amazing kids. I've got an amazing husband. I have a great job. I Podcast have a great boss. Clearly. I have a great co-host. <laughs> I mean, what, seriously, I mean, I have everything I could ever want in life. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason I shouldn't be happy. Sure, if we Cheers all get that. emotional. Sure, we have a hard... Sure. Sometimes life gets hard and we want to be perfect and we want to be better and we want to grow and we want to, but uh, yeah. at the end of the day, come on, this is, this well, is a dream right here. Right. This if we're going to, if we're going to work as hard as we're going to work, if we're going to strive as hard as we're going to strive, if we're going to parent and wife and spouse and fun as hard as we do. Yep. Let's, and your let's kids make... are going to marry my kids. So oh, good. interesting thought. Literally, that's the first time I ever thought about that. Are you kidding? Because they were all in love the last time we were together. Although Lyle is, uh, yeah. it's hard well, to say. Well, he'll stop he's... throwing balls straight at their face pretty soon. I mean, he's pretty little. Gareth, Gareth and Addison, though. Yeah. There's something there. Yeah. <laughs> right. And she's kind, right, she's she's not super happy. Uh, I so. think I hope that you all appreciated the sort of happy break in our podcast um, moment. And thanks for listening. Oh, I'm sure next we'll be back with terrible fucking news. <laughs> because that's what we do. Super happy today, though. We had lots of fun. Thank you, Kelly, for that round of eight. Heart that was you. awesome. Listen and subscribe to Dame It All to Hell on Apple Podcast Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Thanks.